How you guys oh, doing? Ever... No, stop. Wait. Did you ever fix your Bing? Your Bing account Bing. on Google? <laughs> no. Is it still Bing? It is still Microsoft Bing. I have no clue. It's been what like happened. three weeks, man. It's been like three weeks of Microsoft Bing. At this point, I just have I just given I given up. I really don't know how it happened. I might try googling it later on my Microsoft Bing. Oh, bro. <laughs> How, do, how does that happen? I mean, it has all my know. stuff on there. So like, I mean, it's just a different thing. Yeah. Gives you nice little backgrounds of like nice views in the world. So well, brains, Bro, brains up my day a little me. bit. They scammed Microsoft you. Microsoft scammed me a few days ago. Yeah, dude. So I built my new computer, which I'm using right now, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's really stupid because so the way it works is like if you buy a copy of Windows, um, separately from a PC, right? So, like, I built my old PC from scratch and bought a retail copy of Windows, right? It's supposed to attach itself to your Microsoft account that you have on your computer, and it's called a digital license, right? Yeah. So that way, if you build a new computer, you can sign into your new computer, and it transfers the license to your new computer, right? Well, it wasn't working, and so after, like, hours of trying to talk to a live agent on their chat, I called them and they transferred me around to a bunch of different people. They told me that I had to get a product key off of my old computer for Windows, right? Yeah. So I go onto my old computer, I set everything back up, I go onto my old computer, I get the product key and then I type it into my new computer and it doesn't work. And so I like, I gave up and paid $180 for a new copy of Windows. Like I wanna cry, dude, I wanna cry. <laughs> Wait, is Windows is Microsoft, right? Yes. What's going on with Microsoft? What's, we we should, everyone I, I, at Microsoft on Twitter. No, I'm just kidding. Don't actually do that. What are you, what are you guys doing? You're scamming me, bro. I saw I you went on a little very, bit of Twitter Twitter rant on a uh, Twitter. I submitted a very harsh Microsoft support review. Very harsh. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciate and, it. Uh yeah. Well, they can suck one. To be honest with you. Like so yeah, bro. Uh, we've been away. We for, have uh, been away. It's been a while. For uh, a couple weeks here. I went on a little mini vacation. You went on a little mini vacation. Yeah, got second degree burn, but you know, I'm still here, still walking. That's all good. Oh my God, my phone. Your phone you fell on a fire, is... right? <laughs> yeah, fell in the fire. Only once part of me got burnt and it was, it was kind of a miracle, honestly. No, I, I got a little spark on my, my ankle and... I thought it was going to be fine, and then... Jacob, you're not supposed to touch the fire. <laughs> but it looks so cool. You're not supposed to touch the fire, Jacob. Are you one of those people that when a fire's in front of you, you just kind of sit there and watch it quietly? Because I'm one of those people. Oh, yeah, I fall asleep to it. Fires are, like... You fall asleep when I don't have a, to it. When I don't have a fire, like, like, I can't make an actual fire, I look it up on YouTube and then watch the actual, like, fireplace channel. You're joking. I'm not joking with you. I you're, I, you're I 100 percent recommend it. It is honestly the most relaxing thing you're, in the world. You're that you're making that up, dude. There's no way that's how you fall asleep is watch dude, fire videos on try your phone. Try it and you believe me. I don't want to try it. That sounds weird, dude. dude. What am I, a caveman? I don't need to sleep next to fire. Hey, sometimes you need to put yourself in the mindset of a caveman. <laughs> caveman, bro. Caveman. Going full Sean Avery. <laughs> That guy's actually caveman mode. I like Sean Avery. I'm a fan of Sean Avery. Everyone hates him, but I'm going full goodass. Goodass. Man, I don't like goodass. Caveman. Oh, he does look like a caveman. He's a man. If I ran into him in a cave, I I I, I throw him in the fire, and then he'd kill me. Yeah, and then he'd kill me. (laughs) Oh, 
Uh, so uh, playoffs, they've been pretty uh, pretty sick. Down to four teams. Yeah, crazy series. Series are getting on. Oh, dude, this has been. I think these are some of the best conference finals we've had in a long time. It's been exciting. Like, I don't know if it's just because COVID. Like, we don't really have anything. I mean, sports are back on, right? And then maybe this is the most exciting thing we have right now. Things are starting to open up soon, but right now Montreal, like, what happened? How did they get here? Like, they're up three two in the series right now. They're playing tonight at eight, and they could t- they can go to the Stanley Cup Finals. And then the Leafs are looking back at themselves, saying, "We lost to Montreal, the Stanley Cup potential Stanley Cup champions." And I don't know how to I don't know how to say that myself. I almost bit my tongue saying that. So. It's uh, this is why I love hockey, man. Because like most other sports, dude, you like the underdogs rarely beat the favorites. Every year in hockey, there's one team that nobody expected no. to 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 make it far. That's what I love about hockey, man. Basketball super predictable. Whoever has the most star power, I mean, nine times out of ten they win, right? I mean, the thing about uh, basketball though, like they they have every team has like th- at least three superstars on the team. Not one team. Well, the good teams. Yeah, the good teams. Yeah, I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of teams that have like one maybe superstar talent, and then and then everybody else is like a role player, right? And they rarely make it deep, but with hockey, dude, like, it's it's just it's it's a team effort, man. It's not like basketball where two or three guys can make it, you know, the entire difference. No, yeah. So Mont- Montreal's that team this year, man. I mean, who do they have besides Carey Price, who's a bona fide superstar? I mean, I mean, M- Montreal is built of like players where they're not all superstars so you you kind of can compare them to the new york islanders but the islanders have barzell but when you look at the canadians who are their star players right now that are producing nick suzuki katsuniemi and cole caulfield all young guys that are on the team yeah and you're thinking i think the difference with the islanders too is like you look at their lineup and like yeah they don't have any real superstars either but like we know that like like they're they all can produce. Yeah. Montreal, it was more of a question mark, right? Like, you don't know if you're going to get production from Eric Stahl, Corey Perry, Cole Caulfield, you know? And, like, we're seeing vintage Corey Perry and Eric team. Stahl. Oh, dude. It's and Joel Armia on that line. That's such a great third line. Oh, I think that's our third he, line, right? Yeah. Is that their second? It must be. I, I think so. Um, Joel Armia is actually like breaking out in the playoffs right now. Um, dude. And, and you want to know a funny thing? All those thing? guys from Winnipeg, man. Yeah. No. <laughs> The funny thing is that they swept Winnipeg, and look who's laughing now. Exactly. Right? Um, exactly. The three guys from that Winnipeg team, dude, um, Brandon Tanev, Joel Armia, and Andrew Kopp, like, they were line mates, dude. And, oh, like, yeah. all three of them have emerged as, like, really good players on their respective teams. Oh, yeah, they're bonafide now. Like, they they could play on another team on a maybe a second line, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, man. And you want to know yeah, if another funny thing, too? Paul Byron, you know how many times he was put on waivers this year? He only scores big goals, bro. He does only score big goals, but imagine if they didn't have him this year in the playoffs. Wouldn't be He's where they are. Fantastic role player, bro. Caught Kitniemi, five goals, dude. Yeah, man. Like you don't, I, you didn't expect that of him too. Like this guy got sent to the minors no. so many times and got brought up. No. And uh, guys like Caulfield and Romanov didn't play the first game against Toronto. And it's I, so crazy, man. It's crazy to me. And uh, but you and, got and you guys, got price and, there. I think price is the backbone of that team. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. But they're getting production from from a few different guys. Tyler Toffoli and Nick Suzuki, especially, man. I mean, yeah. thirteen points and fourteen points respectively. I mean, like they 
they're carrying the offensive workload. Then you have, you know, just perfect accent pieces right now in Caulfield, Armia, and Perry, Kotkaniemi, Stahl, Byron. Bro, I'm surprised, man. Uh, Josh Anderson only has four points, and Brendan Gallagher only has four. So those are guys. See, Josh Anderson is a guy, like, he was kind of breaking out at the beginning of the season, but um lately he's been he's been dry he hasn't been putting up the points like he usually does and i don't know i like i like and then i who else did you say um brendan gallagher gallagher he's supposed to be their best player yeah he he, maybe their future captain after uh shea weber right and i think he's really there for he he gets into those in the those scrums in front of the net he blocks the goaltender he's that little grindy player like zach hyman right very i think that's a great comparison for him and he's, I think maybe he doesn't put up goals on the score sheet, but he does contribute to like in the grindy plays and like what. what oh, big time. That, big that time. thing matters. You always see a cut on this guy's face. Yeah. Philippe Dano is another guy like that. I thought oh, yeah. he'd get more production out of Dano, but he's only got two assists in 16 games. I mean, yeah. But, but he is like a defensive center, right? He, yeah. he does his work there. Man, he, apparently, so apparently, this is how the Lions go for the Montreal Canadiens. Are Terry Lekkinen, Philip Deneau, and Brendan Gallagher on the first line, and then it's Tyler I mean, Toffoli. That's why they're shut down. Don't... Yeah, honestly, yeah. And then Tyler Toffoli, who's been amazing on the Montreal. How does that feel letting him go after he was on Vancouver last year? I'm happy for him. I, I'm happy for him. Okay. He wanted to come back. Apparently, apparently Benning was trying to get OEL. Oh. So like he was trying to squeeze like. He was trying to penny pinch, so like he couldn't bring guys back like Defoli or stuff. It's stupid. I'm happy for Defoli though. Defoli's a good yeah. player. So well, yeah. Listen to the line he's playing with: Nick Suzuki, Cole Caulfield. That's that That's line. That's a sick line. That's a sick line. Then you got Paul Byron, Kotiniemi, and Josh Anderson. And then listen to their fourth line: Corey Perry, Eric Stahl, and Joel Amria. That's their fourth line, and it's producing. <laughs> it is. Every line is producing on this team. I mean, maybe except the some, top one. Yeah, except the top one. They maybe struggle a little bit, but does it really matter? I mean, I mean, you got Carey Price. I mean, not really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got a god and the goaltending for you that back there. You got a um, the bet. The, I think the best goalie in the league, Carey Price. I said at the beginning of the season that he's the best goalie in the league, and I, he's proven it. So total return to form. He slipped into mediocre, mediocrity, I think, yeah. along with the rest of the Habs for, for a few yeah, seasons yeah. there. But now now that it's 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 go time, he's the best goalie in the league right now, maybe. Up there. Top top three or five. Yeah. Oh, easily. But, um, easily, yeah. Easily, dude. I don't, I don't know, man. It, it, it's so nuts. It's so nuts. Oop. And then, like, like Vegas, I, I know they're kind of flipping back and forth between Laner and Flurry, um, but I don't yeah. think it's... It's not really either of their faults, man. Like it's not no. like they're allowing like a, a crap load of goals. It's it's Vegas is struggling to score. And yeah. We saw this last season too with um with Demko. Basically, Vegas is scoring ten can, can can totally evaporate in a series. We don't know why. And it just you know they run into a hot goalie and they really struggle, man. The only reason why Vancouver lost that series is because we couldn't score because Vegas was just so much more powerful than us out in the ice, but. I mean, yeah. this is this is this has been Vegas's curse, man. They like, they they dry up. Yeah, apparently their captain Mark Stone has been struggling putting up the points mm-hmm. in this off season. That's the guy they kind of go to. They depend on another guy, Jonathan Marshall. So is not performing like he usually does. I don't know if he is he going back into that 
bottom six role that he was in the, when the start of his career. Who knows? Um, but a guy named Chan- Chandler Stevenson actually has been doing pretty decent, and he's kind of a hidden gem on that team. <clears throat> he's on the first line with Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. Is he? He is there. Yeah. Stone's doing all right. Eight points, five goals. Pacioretty's also doing all right. William Carlson's doing well. Yep. But I, I, I think... I don't know. They're lacking depth. Like Montreal's rolling like four competitive lines, right? Like Vegas has got to lean on its top, top two. Yeah, they do. And one guy that scores basically every game is uh, Alex Petrangelo, and he's one of their best players. He's been sick, man. He was he was slow at the beginning of the season, and like he's he dealt with injuries as well. But like, man, you're seeing that Captain Petrangelo that you saw in St. Louis that won won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, he's he's legit, dude. Pet- he is Petro, legit. Like, I know a lot of people were nervous that, uh, you know, he's going to sign this big contract with Vegas, and then he's going to kind of slow down because that that tends to happen with guys. Yeah, the typical typical you pay overpay a defenseman and then decline yeah, and, and they get show older. Up and yeah. not great. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Eric Carlson. <laughs> but um, oof, taking shots, Bryce. At Eric Carlson, who isn't? Yeah, true. I know <laughs> who's not taking shots. Eric Carlson. <laughs> that was punny. <laughs> That was punny. I liked it. But I don't know, man. Vegas, like, I think Vegas, I mean, it's 3-2 Montreal. I mean, do you think Vegas makes it a game seven? I think, see, like, I want to say yes, but I think Montreal takes it in this game. I think they... Going back to the Bell Center? Yeah, they, I don't know. Maybe, maybe no. I think, maybe, okay, no. This is my decision. I do think Montreal takes it and... They, because um, they're up 3-2, right? Yep. I think they go to the Stanley Cup Finals. I think they're just on such a momentum right now. Like, this is the Cinderella team of this year. That's how I'm going to describe the Montreal Canadiens. I'm not going to lie. I have a I have a Rocket Richard Montreal Canadiens shirt, and I put it on for the first game. They lost, so I haven't worn it since, but... Wow, dude. That I, must have taken a lot for it, you to... It did. I have fans. I, I, I have friends that are fan fans of Montreal and they kind of urged me to so like and they made the fact that it was the it was the only Canadian team in it and it's the possibility of a Canadian team winning it again I think I have such a such that uh, pride in me that Don Cherry has you know for his country so like I think maybe that's why but I, I don't know I just like I like how they're built and I like how they're playing. I, I, Caulfield is such a great player on that team. Like, who who couldn't be a fan of this guy? He's on there with a smile, at five foot seven, doing these amazing things. Like, I just kind of want to see him win a cup. I think that should be an amazing story for this year. For me, it's Price. I I love Carey Price as a person. Like, I I how can you not like Carey Price, man? Like that guy. Like as as a Canadian, like a lot of a lot of Canadians have like this um, mandate that if your favorite team isn't in the playoffs, you have to cheer for a Canadian team, and it doesn't matter what Canadian team it is. Absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> uh, there 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 are some Canadian teams that I will never cheer for who's, in the playoffs. Who's that? And it doesn't matter. Who's that? Calgary, <laughs> Toronto, uh, Edmonton. I'm not sure, and Toronto. Not because. I don't think the Leafs are good, but because I hate the media when it comes... I, I like seeing the media... I, I don't know, man. Like I know I know that sucks for you to hear as a Leaf fan that I would never cheer for Toronto. I don't know if you would cheer for Vancouver or not. I think but, I would. 
But I, I get what you're saying. The media in Toronto is kind of ridiculous sometimes. And it's I've talked about this before, over. too. Like, when Vancouver made the cup final in 2011, like, there was a massive, like, movement in Canada to not cheer for the Canucks. And that, like, spurned a lot of us. Like, a lot of us. I think that's ridiculous, us. honestly. It is ridiculous. It's a Canadian man. team. Know, you gotta get on the bandwagon, all right? I should, well, I exactly, dude. Like, Edmonton, I'm not sure. Calgary, absolutely not. Toronto, no way. I, I'm... I'm kind of indifferent to Montreal, but I really like their team this year. Yeah. I like Ottawa. I like Winnipeg. So, like, I'll cheer for those teams. See, but anyways. On Montreal, there's not really anybody I hate. That's a, that's my problem, I think. I, I, that, you don't hate Brendan Gallagher as a Leaf fan? I don't. I, I, I used to like Brendan Gallagher, honestly. Yeah, he was a pest in the the Toronto series, but I think he's a he's a valuable player on the team. I'd, I'd take him oh. on Toronto anytime, like, you know? Oh, everybody would want a Brennan Gallagher. Yeah, he's he's very useful. It's, he's like he's like a Brad Marchand light. Exactly. You know? like, he's, a, he's a great guy. I think so. Yeah, they kind of look the same, too, when you think about it. <laughs> they do, eh? This is kind of the same size. I've never noticed that. The same size, same build. Yeah. So, Both can score. Marchand's a little better, but... Yeah. So, okay, let's let's take our picks right now. I, I take... I think... The Montreal Canadiens are winning four to two in the series and advances to the Stanley Cup Finals. What are you gonna say? I think Montreal wins four to two. You think they advances do too? Stanley Cup Finals. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. This is what I love about hockey, man. This is what I love about hockey. I'm also a basketball fan, and I know how in basketball it's so rare for the underhyped team to win a series, let alone the finals. Right? It like you you never see that happen. Like. Every year with hockey, there's one team at least, maybe two, that nobody picks, nobody expects to win, and they and they and and they end up making it far. You know what I mean? Like I feel like every year we have a conference finals where one of the teams, you know, shouldn't be there based on our assumptions before the playoffs. Yeah. And that's what I love about it, man. Basketball is so predictable. Baseball, less predictable. Football, super predictable. It's every year you have a team in hockey. That should, like the LA Kings, man, their first cup when they made it to the playoffs is the eighth seed. Yeah. The what other what other sport does that happen in? Not like not the NBA. Not the NBA. Absolutely not. You kind of so ha- you kind of know about. you kind of know at the beginning of the season in the NBA who's going to win the the title. It, it's super. It's superstar talent, right? Yeah. Like look at the look at this Vegas Montreal matchup, dude. Look at the superstar talent Vegas has, and look at the superstar talent Montreal has. Who's Who's a superstar in Montreal besides Price? And even before yeah. these playoffs, we were kind of waning on whether or not Price was a superstar or not. He's proven he is. Oh yeah, but he he, like, he who's can come back to that who's superstar, superstar in Montreal. They have Who? they have future superstars, but they're not superstars they, yet. They have they have former superstars, exactly Perry and Stall, but they don't have any current superstars, right? It's, and so that's what's so crazy about Montreal, man. It's the chemistry. It's how they look at Vegas's roster, man. All they did, William Carlson, debatably a superstar, scored 40 goals in their first season, right? Yep. Pacioretty, superstar. Petra Angelo, superstar. Shea Theodore, getting there. Mark Stone, superstar. Marc Andre Fleury, superstar. Laner, debate, like he's an all star. So, yeah. like, geez, man. The, the, like, the Golden Knights have always been a playoff team. It is a, it's crazy to think that, like, ever since they entered the league, they, they've been close to that Stanley Cup finals. It's just insane well, to me to think. You were you were talking to me earlier about uh about your conspiracy theory and uh, I mean you can get into that if you want. All right, so this is this is a interesting topic that I I thought we should address in the on, on the podcast. I saw a video on TikTok, you know, reliable source, um, that 
the reason that we see more American teams ending up later in the playoffs and the Stanley Cup Finals is that maybe there's some little sway in the refs and like the, 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 you give them a little more money and tell them how to ref the game to maybe target one team or the other. And I feel like the league is telling them to target the Canadian teams a lot more than the American teams. So we see it more in American finals that more than the Canadian teams, especially this year, because you think about it, Toronto, they only let in healthcare workers, didn't have to pay for the tickets, gave them free jerseys, didn't make any money off of that, except for the TV, people watching and stuff. Edmonton, didn't make any money. Winnipeg did the same thing, the healthcare workers, didn't make any money. And then you got Montreal. So Montreal is allowing 2,500 fans, which is something, but it's not as much as American teams. And this is why Montreal is the team that's been in the longest, because they have been making money for the NHL from the tickets that sell for $5,000 each, uh, probably even more, like, if people are selling them, you know, like, it's just, um, you think about it, and then, and then maybe, like, you, you saw the other night where Corey Perry got slashed right in the face, and the, all, the, all the officials saw it and didn't do anything about it, and maybe they're telling, being persuaded to ref against them, and all series they've been doing it and maybe they want to they the league wants to see a vegas finals imagine a team that can let eighteen thousand fans in or however like i think that's how many vegas has let in and then two against two thousand five hundred what makes more money for the nhl vegas and vegas is a show and then you have tampa bay islanders still american you have big fan bases there just making money anyways so I just think maybe there's a little bit of conspiracy, but I, there's no way that like they can really pay a team off or they can, I mean, like that's kind of, that's kind of ridiculous if they do that, but I don't think that's the truth. I mean, I, I just think that might have, the, the referees might have like a, a mindset of how they're going into it. Like maybe they'll get paid more if they make calls against the Canadian teams, but I might be sounding like Don Cherry here. Bryce, tell me what you think. So I definitely agree with you okay. that the officiating has been very lopsided i don't think the nhl is doing any kind of crazy stuff to to, to try and get vegas to win the series i think pre-games and and the refs are debriefed and stuff like that i think maybe the nhl is definitely in their ears about like make sure you're calling this stuff like you know slight leaning for the for the refs you know like maybe trying to make them lean one direction or another or making sure a team you know gets its makeup calls the nba got into a lot of trouble with this earlier uh a few years ago because they had they were basically the referees knew who was going to win the game before they even played not because they were intentionally calling fouls on another team but because the league had instructed them to start calling certain things and they knew what teams did what and that's why certain referees got in trouble with betting with the NHL, I don't think there's anything like that going on. But I could definitely see the NHL wanting Vegas to succeed because I think the NHL wants to make big headlines with a team like Vegas, who is a brand new expansion team, winning a championship. Mm. I could definitely see the NHL, because Vegas makes tons of headlines, dude. People who don't watch hockey talk about Vegas, like the Golden yeah. Knights. It's It's... It's the only professional sports team in Vegas right now. I think that changes next year because I believe they get they're getting an NFL team next season. Is it next season? But, or are they um, already like a team? I I think it's this season coming up. They oh. I 
I think they're the Vegas Raiders, or I don't know if that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I heard that. One. Yeah. But I could definitely see the NHL wanting the Golden Knights to win a championship while they're still the only franchise in town, and while there's still a ton of like novelty around Vegas, and Vegas being such like a headline city. Like it's Seattle will be different. Seattle's not Seattle's not Vegas, right? Like Vegas no. is like a, a pop culture iconic city, and I think the NHL would love to have a championship there. Do I think that they they're they're paying the refs? No, I don't think any <laughs> refs have ever been paid off, at least not in the modern era. No, well, that's not true. It, I'd say like at least not like recently. Yeah, but I like the uh, calls. The calls have been bad. They definitely have been bad. I don't know how some of this stuff doesn't get called. You know, maybe the NHL has told the officials to really let them play, and that could be for multiple reasons. Maybe they just want, maybe they just, they just want, um, you know, like the series to be really good, or maybe yeah. they want them to just play because maybe Vegas is a more aggressive team and they don't want Vegas to get hampered by penalties. Yeah. The irony of it all is both teams have a terrible power play, so <laughs> does it does it matter? No, but, it's playoff hockey, right? I guess like that's kind of comes into factor, like. Um, oh, it's always been aggressive. It's always been full of like penalty, uh, not penalty. Sorry, like penalties that just like get overlooked. Um, that that's that's that happens every year. Like it's not it's not new. It's not news to everyone. And um, I'm sure like the referees kind of like follow a code too to make up for penalties that they didn't call before. I mean, I saw exactly I, there was that there was that thing this year. With yeah. that referee giving a makeup yeah. call that got caught on a microphone, yeah. got in big trouble. But that, but like he got in trouble. He was a scapegoat. But like the NHL, like that's standard practice. Yeah, it makeup calls like are a thing. It's every sport has makeup calls. I don't think there's anything. Wrong I don't know with why that. everybody was. Why was everybody so freaking surprised? Yeah, like, it's like makeup. Every sport has makeup calls. Like it's, it's almost fair, because okay, you, you know, say you give a team a bad penalty. And then you give him a makeup call. Like, is that like unfair? Like, obviously it's referee's so. fault. He made a mistake, but like, it makes sense in my head. I don't know, bro. I think what should start happening, and I believe it'll happen soon, is after the games, referees should have to sit in front of media. Yeah, and answer you know? questions. How how interesting would that be? Eh? Their union does yeah. not want that, and I understand why, man. Because like that would be brutal to have like every single yeah question you know questionable call you know brought question to light yeah. Like that. But, <laughs> yeah but like i don't know man like i think like accountability dude like a referee can't go out there and frig around and call penalties on guys he doesn't like you yeah, know what i mean that's brutal and that's that happened, happened before yeah that's happened before dude i remember uh canucks game back in like 2010 uh during the pre-game warm-up you know when the music's pumping and the lights are low uh alex burrows was skating around and one of the officials skated up to him and told him that uh, Al Burroughs had made him, the official, look real stupid because Burroughs, like, kind of dived on a penalty from a prior oh, yeah. game that the referee was officiating. Yeah. So the referee basically skated up to him and said, you made me look dumb. I'm going to I'm gonna call you a bunch tonight. And after the game, Burroughs, Burroughs t talked about it. I don't think he lied. Yeah, called like, him why up. Told the truth, that? yeah. Told it, like, why would he lie about that, you know? Yeah. So, like, that's that's... That's ridiculous. The guy shouldn't have told Burroughs that. <laughs> exactly. Like, Why would you if, tell like, him how that? How big is your ego? Yeah. At least, at least we, bro, out of every single league, officiating is the worst in the MLB. Oh, yeah. The worst. 
those guys have huge egos, hot-headed, getting into arguments with players, and then if a player says something they don't like, they just throw them out of the game. Just, just for yeah. talking. Yeah. Just for Point the talking. finger out. Yeah. Yeah, just for talking. Well, like, like you get see, out. you see it's it on like, TV that like they're having a yelling match, right? <laughs> oh, it's a it's it's becoming a problem, man. Like a lot of these hothead umpires, like bro, like imagine paying a ticket to go see your favorite player, and then it's the second inning, and he gets struck out. He doesn't like the placement of the third strike, and he tells the umpire that he's wrong, and the umpire just goes, "Oh, you're out." It's yeah. like, okay, see you later. Ninety dollars that I just paid to see my favorite player play yeah. a baseball game. Like what the. Like, that's so silly. Anyways, do you want to move on to the East? Yeah, let's move on to the East. Um, actually, I have one more thing to say about the Montreal and the Vegas and then the refs and everything like that. Um, one thing I did notice, though, we talked about makeup calls, was it not happening in the same game, but it happened in a different game. So you know how Corey Perry did get that to face... Uh, uh, his face cut? Down. Yeah. Um, so they... Like I was watching the other game that they uh, won four and one against them. I think it was four one four four one four two, and um, Petra Angelo Petra Angelo was taking a shot at the net, and he accidentally clipped the guy in the face, and then they called it a penalty, and they're like they're like oh everyone's like why is this a penalty? The, the man um, Peter DeBoer was furious that this was actually a penalty. And the guy was just trying to take a shot, and the guy's face got in the way. So, like, they were what? obviously trying to make up for the call that Perry got hit in the face, and they didn't want to get caught again. That's definitely what that was, and it just wasn't a good uh, makeup call for that, I don't think. I think that's just they were trying to make yeah. up for that same situation, you know? At the end of the day, I just want them to call what they see. Yeah. Just call what you see. Be honest. Like, mistakes Rex. are going to happen mistakes are gonna happen like none of us are gonna be like obviously in the moment we'll be mad if like a player steps on his own stick and falls over and you think you know the opposing player tripped him like obviously in the moment we're gonna be like what the hell is that but i understand it's like okay i get that you you missed it you know like it you couldn't see correctly and you, it looked like a trip but like these little politics games makeup calls and and you know, trying to to help another team out, or maybe leaning in the direction of one team, and little NHL Gary Batman voice in their ears. You know, like don't call Vegas penalties. Like I don't know, <laughs> like like stop it. Just call what you see. I think that's all any of us want. Just yeah. call what you see. Period. If you make mistakes. It happens. Be Just human. Call what you see. All right. Before we replace you with robots. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that might happen. Who can day. be programmed to cheat? Yeah. Even worse. Anyways, speaking of cheaters, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> hey, honestly, no, they, they, they are cheaters. Huge cheaters. The Tampa Bay Lightning are like, hold on, how, how far over the cap are they? Man, it's, Tampa it's Bay bad. Lightning cap situation. Tell me. Man, like, I don't know how uh, they're getting away with this. I I saw I saw a tweet over it. Um, Eighteen million over the salary cap. So how is that allowed? Okay, so they had some guys on injured reserve throughout the season, and so because they're on injured reserve, they don't count towards the cap. And then they got other players and paid the money, obviously, to play for the team. And then the playoffs roll around, and then Kucherov comes back, and there's no salary uh... cap in the playoffs. 
I see. Okay. It's a, it's a loophole. That it's is a loophole. So stupid. Man, they 18 million though. I mean, that's more than Kucherov. Like I Kucherov makes nine and a half, I think. It's like Yeah, nine and a half. That's nuts, bro. That is nuts. Like that that is like kind of like what you said they're cheating like it's it's just like how can the Leafs not afford Freddie Anderson or Seth Jones like maybe maybe they'll try to the same situation right like it's just like well they can Matthews just needs to break his leg for the whole year yeah and then come back for the playoffs and just tear it up but Matthews doesn't do that so um yeah Kucherov like insane playoffs so far um seems not fair dude it's look, not. It's not fair. No. You look at it, dude. It's not fair. People are calling them the know, the New England Patriots of the NHL. They're like, Honest, well, we get it. You're good. We don't want to see you win again. We want to see a new story. You know what I mean? I mean, they've only won one cup besides the one in 06. They it's did. not like they've won every year, but they've been good for so long. Yeah. Man, they, I mean, they won last know, year, too. like Columbus... Yeah, they won last year. Yeah. So if they win this season, it's back to back. But I mean, they lost to Columbus. <laughs> <laughs> Man, swept. That was embarrassing. After their record breaking breaking season, like. But. Um, not to take away though, take away though from Braden Point, like Kucherov has twenty seven points in seventeen games. I don't care anymore. Uh, who the hell is this Nikita Kucherov guy? Where <laughs> did he come from? Braden Point, bro. He's got nine goals, or he's got he's got a goal in nine straight games. Uh, which ties a record with like a couple other guys like it's like how and gretzky or something like some ridiculous that's insane record i mean yeah not to like take shots at any of these guys like they are great players on this team like you have brain point stevie stamkos who's still he's getting up there in age getting dealing with lemieux injuries and gretzky. Still... lemieux and gretzky lemieux and gretzky in one player lemieux and gretzky like that's he couldn't ask for any more a great captain on that team just leading them um that you've got guys like on the on D. Yeah. No, oh, okay. I meant Stamkos. Stamkos. Oh uh, Stamkos, there you go. That's who I was talking about. What's going yeah. on? Stamkos is finally healthy, man. It's nice to see. It is, yeah, because last playoffs he wasn't, but that that really makes their their team scary, I think. And then you also have guys like Victor Hedman and Ryan McDonough, Mikhail Sergachev on the defense, like David Savard it's just it's 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 a very mirrored um series when you compare it to the canadians and and knights like it's like tampa bay has more star power than vegas but the islanders have like a deeper team than montreal like they don't have a lot of star power either like they obviously have barzell but like it's very similar because you have this absolutely loaded team with like superstar names then you have this deep team that obviously has a lot of chemistry and marinara sauce from <laughs> Nassau Coliseum but marinara sauce. like I, I I mean I applaud the Islanders man to take this team to game seven dude like Kucherov points Tamco's headband I beat like yeah Jeff McDonough Tyler Johnson like and then Andre Vasilevsky it's like nutty man the, I, the I series the is the series is weird to me because um They've been close some games, but some games have been blowouts. The before the game that they tied True. the series with, eight to nothing. I mean, that's just bound to happen. I think. I think if you're playing Tampa Bay, it like seventh games in a row, a it's bound, you're bound to get yeah. blown out one game. A blowout just coming when you face Tampa Bay. Yeah, 
You look at the Islanders' stat lines, man, and just, like, goal scoring from everywhere, dude. They have... I'll just read out, like, I'll go down the list and just say how many goals each player has scored. So, 6, 6, 5, 3, 7, 4, 7, 4, 0, 4, 2. Like, dude. Insane. Just, that we were saying, we were saying this about the Islanders before the playoffs started. Like, we were right about this, dude. Like, this is a deep team, and they're all contributors. Yeah. And... And that's it's just great to see, man. Anthony Bavillier scores the biggest goal of his career. Do you think Anna Kendrick is going to hit him up now? <laughs> hey, do you remember that? Yeah, shoot a shot, you know. He did. Hey, I I, I yeah, think dude. so. Why not date date an Anthony, NHL player, an, dude? Anthony, my, yeah. I so when I was living in New York City, my apartment building caught fire, and Anthony Bavillier scaled up the side of it and carried me and my cat down. Like that's how good of a guy Anthony Bavillier is. Someone said that. I, I me i said that no way you don't you, you don't you don't know what happened do you no i don't know what happened th- th- so you, on, on twitter n- what well, oh man okay. i so have to make you twitter, there on twitter anthony bovillier um tweeted hi at anna kendrick obviously like shooting his shot but in like a joking way right yeah yeah and then everybody noticed it and so people started responding to his tweet with all of these ridiculous stories about like how generous, oh, nice, smart, oh, how how good he is in bed, like all these people responded with just this long line of tweets, and it was really funny. So that I was I was making a joke, Jacob, and you ruined it because you didn't know about it. Sorry, sorry, Bryce. What do you think of the series? I mean, this series, I like. I really want to see the Islanders come on top. Just a new storyline, you know. You know, Tampa Bay is a good team. You know, they're they're a Stanley Cup winning team. I mean, they've dominated the past few years in the in the NHL, but seeing the Islanders go and face possibly the Montreal Canadiens and uh, like imagine, that would be a sick series, right? Man. That'd be a. Sick it's like it's like, that's like an old time hockey series to me. Honestly, man, right? That would be a sick series. I feel like it'd get physical. I feel like it would just they would instantly build a rival against each other and. I think I think the Islanders do take this series. I think I they like do. I like the Islanders too because they're, they're such a historic team. You know, they like are. They're, they're they're an iconic team that like not enough people really recognize. Didn't they three peat? And also, uh, four. Four. Well, no, they three peated, but they have four cups. Okay. And they won all of them within like six years of each other. That was like Mike Bossy and Yeah, stuff. that's when they were so, nasty. Who, by the way, dude, nobody talks about Mike Bossy enough. Like, tell me Mike about Mike Bossy. Bossy top 10 goal scorer all time yeah you know what he doesn't get enough credit he really doesn't look at his stats he, he's a he was a great player like i wasn't look alive his, but i mean mike mike bossy stats bro are you ready for these i'm ready okay came into the league in 77 53 goals, 69 goals 51 goals 68 goals 64 so wait, goals, wait, wait, 60 wait. goals 51 goals he got 50 goals in his first season? In his first season as a rookie coming out of Laval. Wow. Now I'm going to start over. 53 goals, 69 goals, 51 goals, 68 goals, 64 goals, 60 goals, 51 goals, 58 goals, 61 goals, 38 goals. Retires. Boom. Done. What a career. What, what a career, heck? man. Dude. Mike Bossy is in. Dude. He's got 1,126 points in 752 games. Gretzky who? 
Gretzky who? He honestly, I like I like his style of play better than Gretzky. Gretzky, Dude, Gretzky couldn't lift the beast. puck off the ground. <laughs> Gretzky was a bum, dude. <laughs> He's such a loser. That's such a bum. Should have played the cross. <laughs> Man. <laughs> what 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 right do we have calling Gretzky a bum and a loser? Bro, I'm a Mike Bossy fan, yeah. bro. All in on Mike Bossy. Mike Bossy played his entire career for the Islanders. He wasn't no he wasn't no traitor. Didn't need to go and play with the palm trees, bro. He just <laughs> stuck his whole career out in the concrete city, bro. In Long Island. Mike Bossy, bro. You know how many sub sandwiches he probably ate there? A lot. Oh, yeah. A lot, dude. That's why he scored so many goals, man. It's he, a secret. Nutty player. Nut, nutty player. People talked about how the Oilers changed the NHL, man. The Islanders were onto it before them. I think the Islanders... I just... I used to like not be a fan of the Islanders organization, but I think they've done a really well job. Uh, I mean, especially after John Tavares left, I thought they'd be absolutely dog shit. Oh, me but too. honestly, they're proving to be better than the Toronto Maple Leafs who have John Tavares on their do you team. Think Tavares is, do you think Tavares is cheering for them? <laughs> I mean, the kind of guy Tavares is, maybe he is, but uh, watch him go back. Do you think they forgive him? Just a new picture. He's wearing Islanders pajamas now. <laughs> yeah. Bring him home. Dude. I insane. Man, insane career. Th- the fans, the fans in um the Long Island are insane too. They're loud, loud fans. Scary. Scary fans. They are. Like I, have I you ever seen videos? Anybody could be scarier than than like Philly. They're the, the Islanders fans are scarier. They are. Man, they'll they'll beat your ass. They will. Oh, they will beat you up. <laughs> but yeah, no. With a sub sandwich. It's a good it's a good franchise and like, I think they they've really drown you in marinara sauce, bro. You're done. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? Do you like marinara sauce? <laughs> Just kidding. Um I'm a little hungry, maybe that's why, but <laughs> I'm a little hungry too, to be honest with you. I'm gonna have some I marinara can go for sauce. a New York Island style sub. Oh, with some marinara sauce? No, no marinara. <laughs> I don't. Well, uh, unless it's a meatball sub. Okay, okay. Uh, I understand that. They're pretty tight. Pretty that. tasty. I know we keep saying this too, but like, I like I I am rooting for Montreal at this point. So like, I don't know. Like, every time Montreal runs into a new team, we all say like, ah, I don't think Montreal can beat them, and then they end up beating them. But like, can they beat Tampa Bay? See, that's questionable. That's very questionable. I mean. If Columbus can beat them uh, four nothing in a series, why can't Montreal? True, man. I like, but I mean, they were Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay was the same cool. team that they were back then. They haven't really changed they that are, much, but I think that helps them. I think because they've been together longer, they've got more chemistry, and yeah. you know, Vasilevsky's only gotten better. Like I don't know, it's just I just think if we do see Tampa Bay and Montreal together. You have two of the best goalies clashing off in the Stanley Cup Finals in Andre Vasilevsky and Carey Praise. Like, amazing. Um, and then you have star players like um, Steven Stamkos, Kucherov against Kotsiniemi and Suzuki and Caulfield, which is just... It's weird. Like, it's just like you, you picture them up against each other. Like, who's going to come Jonathan on top? Jonathan against his former team, dude. He's not playing, though, eh? He, I was wondering that. 
You were wondering where he was? Is he hurt? No, is he hurt? Uh, his personal reasons. I think he took the rest of the year off. I'm not gonna lie to you. Duran is such a disappointment. Yeah, man, he had so much hype around him. I thought he was like, gonna be a nasty a, he's player. A decent. He's a decent NHL player. Like you can, like he he gets his assists, but like, man, he doesn't shoot well. He went man. third overall, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of Montreal high. traded. Montreal traded for him for uh, and and Sergachev. Man, I that was a great pretty trade. Freaking good for Tampa Bay. It was. It's like Druin comes back for the Stanley Cup Finals and. He's like, jokes on you guys. I just wanted to face my old team and beat them, you know. Yeah, bro. I don't. I don't know, man. Tampa Bay is going to be a tough opponent, but like Montreal's proven that they don't care how tough the opponent is, man. They'll they'll grind you down. Yeah. So. Well, I'll make a prediction right now. Play. I'll make a prediction right All now. Right. I think. Right. I think. It's gonna be. I think the Islanders are beating Tampa Bay because if anything, I don't like. If it came to be a conference finals with Montreal and Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay would come on top. But if it's the Islanders, I think the Islanders has the power to beat Tampa Bay in that conference finals to go to the Stanley Cup finals. And then they meet Montreal there after they beat Vegas tonight. And then we see Montreal lift the cup in seven games against the Islanders. Spicy take. Spicy I'm not going to make a prediction. Like I, I honestly, like I, th- I think Montreal beats Vegas, but I, I, it's such a 50-50 with the Islanders and Lightning. It like, is. I don't know. Like, we know what the Lightning are capable of, right? It's just yeah. about whether or not the Islanders are able to quell it, you know? Yeah, it, like, it depends what kind of night it is, too. Like, it's just, like, you could either have an 8 nothing night or a 3-2 over, overtime win for the Islanders. It's just, like... Var- Varlamov has to show up. He does. But the thing is, too, with them, they have two goalies that they can go with, right? So, yeah, but the Russian I mean, tandem? I don't know. If they have to pull one of them, it's game over, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, like at that point, yeah, it is a game over. The Tampa Bay Lightning or the Tampa Bay Lightning can destroy you. Um, they are going Varlamov tonight, right? It's not Sorokin. I don't know. Uh, it's uh, or tomorrow tomorrow night. I'm not sure. I think I would go with Varlamov. Sure it's Varley. Yeah, I'd go it's with Varlamov. him. Yeah, interesting career for him too. Yeah, very, very interesting. I mean, he started Washington. I want to say Washington. They took. A, he was a first round pick. Yeah, first. I mean. He is a first-round goaltender, I think. I mean, he, he maybe he struggled some years, in which a lot of goaltenders do. You see Carey Price struggle, right? Yeah. Um, Who did he play for after Washington? I think it was Colorado. He was a starter there right. for a while, too. And he was actually not bad there. I mean, I actually want to see, Before we end, I just want to see that. Yeah. I, there's also, too, he had a little situation where I think there was, like, a domestic abuse. That he oh, had. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I think that kind of maybe sunsed him, too, where he had to take some time off. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Washington, Washington, Washington. And then Colorado for a bunch of He was on Colorado for a long time. Yeah, he was their guy. He was their guy. Yeah. What? What's it with Colorado taking Washington goalies, eh? Because now they have Grubauer. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they like them. The Washington breeds. Washington picks good goalies, man. I mean, look at Samsonov now, right? So. Yeah, exactly. Um, maybe he'll end up on the Islanders. Who knows? Yeah, maybe. Or Colorado. Or Colorado. We'll see. Either or. Yeah. Michael Neuverth wasn't so hot. <laughs> man, I totally forgot about him. He had a couple good years on Philly, but... Uh, gone now oh yeah Wait, was he was he ever on vancouver no we never had okay. i don't know why i'm picturing that but i i mean you have to actually demko and brain holby so oh dude demko Woo! <laughs> big vancouver fan here 
Um, I'm actually, I, I mean, I know we're supposed to be ending, but I was looking today at, um, I was looking at some of like the top NHL goaltender prospects, like yeah. Spencer Knight, Caden Primo, um, another one too, I forget, forget who it was. Anyways, uh, they're all American, so. Yeah, that U.S. development program. is stacked with goaltenders, dude. Well, uh, well, we can kind of venture off into like the the NHL draft that's coming up. A lot of the players are American, and a lot of players are coming mm-hmm. from the NCAA. Which, yeah, the NCAA has been sure the college college right? is turning into a pretty good route for a lot of these guys. And honestly, dude, like if I was if I was a young guy, like a prospect, and I had to choose between OHL or going to play for like a good college program, I take a college program because I'm getting an education. Right, right. I, I don't much have, rather I don't have to go to. I don't have to go to Sarnia or Salt St. Marie. I can go. I can go to college. <laughs> like, yeah, right. No way. Right. You can go to. Uh, I was gonna swear there, but you can go to nowhere, right? Like in the middle of nowhere, and just go play hockey. But or you can it's go like, Bryce, party in college. You know, and... you've been drafted by the Oshawa Generals, and then it's like you also have an offer from <laughs> like Massachusetts University or what is it? Yeah. Boston. Boston yeah, there, there's at least three there. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking Boston College, bro. I'm not going to play for the Oshawa Generals. Generals. Yeah, it's it's not the nicest <laughs> no city, way. but you know, <laughs> I'm getting an education, dude. Like, why would I? Why would I want to go play in some? You know, no offense if anybody lives in these cities, but like, you know, like I want to. I'll go get an education and play hockey because like yeah. these colleges are proving to be very good destinations. They are. They're so. producing great players in the NHL. Uh, even a lot of Canadian players now are going. Yeah, like like uh, Owen Power. Can't jump. Kent Johnson. Kent Johnson, right? So yeah, like yeah, like it, it's it's a route for Canadian players too, which is kind of nice. I like to see like Kale McCarr was a guy that was that went that route too, right? And then yeah, there's a lot of guys that go to the states to play hockey from Canada, and I, I think it's better than the OHL. I dude, and, and until the OHL starts giving its players like incentives. Like, yeah. the only incentive the OHL has right now is, like, we'll develop you and maybe you'll get drafted. These very rare. Are like, these colleges are like, we'll give you a full scholarship. You can come get an education and maybe you'll make the NHL. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll take that every time. Yeah. Every time. You either get drafted or you can get signed. Right? You get, or, yeah, or if Tyler you have an education. Yeah. Right? A lot of guys like that. So Adam Gaudet. Quinn Hughes. I mean, they're American. One second. But... Someone just came downstairs. No worries. Man, it's going to be nice editing, eh? <laughs> right, I hope it renders so fast. I think it will. Yeah, okay. That's good. Then. This thing is a UFO, bro. UPC? Yeah, I benchmarked it on this website, and it ranked it as a UFO. <laughs> That's, no way that's top rank yeah Jeez. mine's mine's a predator it's alien you know i mean your pc's good like especially for like what you want to do like, yeah it's a like, really good PC i, I didn't want to like yeah. insane you know like or anything like that so it, it runs pretty well so yeah okay we're good all right uh but yeah man lots of good college players anyways we should uh we should end off we should wrap it up now but uh so a few things happening in NHL. We have the final four teams. Um, we have uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning faces the Islanders. Um, exciting series, I think. 
the Islanders are taking it. Then we have Montreal versus Vegas, which is kind of unexpected, but kind of an exciting series as well. It's good hockey that we're watching. Um, Seattle has a new coach, actually, this year. Um, they just announced it today. How do you say this name, Bryce? Dave Hackstall? Hackstall. Ha- Hackstall. Yeah, not to be confused with Hextall. Hextall. Imagine. Man. He, he's been a coach for a few teams, actually. Um, he's been behind the bench of the Leafs, it looks like. He's been behind the bench of Philadelphia. Um, he's been over the league. I mean, exciting news for them. Uh, the, the draft is coming up and see... If they I pick hear, a great I hear player. a bird. You hear it? <laughs> That's Yoshi. I hear a bird. That's Yoshi. Yeah, I have a bird. My sister yeah, has a bird. bird. Guy. Big Normally bird guy. Part out, but I don't. I don't feel like doing that. No. We're just, gonna, we're just gonna roll with the bird. Wait, we're raw here. We we mentioned this before. He's actually saying my name, Jacob. That's what he's saying because he's actually in love with me. He won't stop. And, oh. Yeah. He won't stop. He'll keep saying it until you go over to him, which I'm not gonna that, do. That brings a new meaning to the to the phrase. You know. Picking up some birds. Yeah, it's an actual bird this time. It's an actual bird this time. Well, I'm very proud of you for being so progressive. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Wait, uh, is the bird? Wait, Yoshi. Is it a? Is it a? Is it a guy? Yeah, it's a guy. Double progressive. Yeah, a guy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. You know. It yeah. is what it is. Uh, I can't control love. You know. <laughs> I mean that first Roman Yossi and now Bird. Yeah, right. he's a mad yeah. rocket too. <laughs> okay, we gotta we gotta stop. You gotta stop. But uh, all right, yeah, yeah, we've got some uh, some cool plans coming up for some for some future videos, and uh, we're gonna get back to uploading weekly. Uh, now that we're past our little bit mini vacation, yeah. so uh, yeah, thank you guys for the support so much. We really appreciate it, and uh, we'll see you guys in the next one. Yeah, thank you so much for the support on the last video too. That we're making more like that just because we see that you guys like it and me and Bryce have some exciting things and follow every social media that we have linked to our channel and listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that too. And have a I'm sorry for trying to end it too early. I forgot you had to plug the, the links. I'm an idiot. Man, no, it's all good. I forgive you. You're a man rocket too. I'm in, it's all I'm good. I meant thank you. Thank you. Thank that you. Makes me feel better. Oh, uh, you're welcome, Bryce. Um yeah. but yeah, um, Say la vue, go Habs go. Is that how you say it? I'm not a Habs fan, I'm a Leafs fan, but uh, I'll cheer for Canada. Let's go. I guess. Go Habs. Go Habs. <laughs>